Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 31 is entitled Joy and Adversity. Merriam-Webster defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires delight, a state of happiness or felicity. Rodell's The Synonym Finder gives the following synonyms for joy, exultant satisfaction, great gladness, ecstasy, triumph, gaiety, cheerfulness, happiness, relish, content, elation, gratification, cheer, thrill, rapture, glee, exhilaration, jubilance. I like state of happiness or felicity, bliss, beatitude, blessedness, rapture, heaven, paradise, festive gaiety, merriment, jubilant, buoyant. I like the synonyms of contentment, such as peace, well-being, sweetness, comfort, pleasure, delectation, felicity, and serenity. It suggests a peaceful conscience. Everything must have its opposite. Rodell gives the following antonyms, gloomy, cheerless, dismal, melancholy, sad, mournful, dejected, spiritless, disconsolate, unhappy, pitiful, dark, forlorn, depressed, glum, woe-begone, miserable, heartbroken, dolorous, dreary, doleful, heavy-hearted, dreary, and lugubrious. I love the word lugubrious. I first read it in Mark Twain's The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. A howling dog was a harbinger of death, Twain wrote. That long, lugubrious howl rose on the night air again. They turned and saw the strange dog standing within a few feet of where Potter was lying and facing Potter with his nose pointing heavenward. Oh, Jiminy, it's him, exclaimed both boys in a breath. Adversity clearly would fall under an antonym for joy. Adversity means a state of instance of serious or continued difficulty or misfortune. Some synonyms are disaster, calamity, hardship, catastrophe, afflictions, trial, trouble, distress, misery, bereavement, suffering, misadventure, disappointment, destitution. We know joy only because we know sorrow. I have always loved Psalms 30. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. In the parable of the talents, the Lord said to the faithful servant, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Luke 6 records, And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, 
Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast out your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. The scriptures speak of everlasting joy, fullness of joy, joy unspeakable, exceeding joy, and rejoice evermore. Paul tells us, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. We are often told in the scriptures that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy, that sorrow shall be turned to joy, whereas those who try to find happiness in sin, their joy will turn to sorrow. In Proverbs we read, Even in laughter the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. In Ecclesiastes 7 we are told, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to his heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. With so much adversity, it is easy to forget that we were also intended to have joy in this life. It is true that Satan places obstacles in our path to discourage us and to block our way and that the uncertainties of life offer a barrage of impediments. But the path the Savior set also contains the joy we seek. We must look for it. The person who finds joy in adversity and finds miracles in tragedy will comprehend true joy under all conditions. Imagine one's surprise when all adversity is removed and only familiar joy remains. But for that, we must do as King David said, Wait on the Lord. Joy is the opposite of misery, but joy is not the absence of misery. Without misery, we cannot know the joy. Joy is itself a living thing, the fruits of obedience. The time to plant the seeds of joy is before the storm, that the rains that follow may bring forth the fruit. A harsh wind, by scattering seeds, bears more fruit than a gentle breeze. The prettiest flowers come from the sharpest thorns. The sweetest berries come from the most serrated briars. As with all things pertaining to law, we have the option of having joy regardless of the storms around us, not by feigning ignorance or denying reality, but by looking to Christ. Nature sows thorns, thistles, saw briars, and devil heads. We must cultivate flowers, fruit trees, hedges, and shade. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.